Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing the Taiwanese BL drama series "To Be Loved in House." I do episode two, folks. This episode, I have to say, if you're watching the series, please don't stop because of this episode. Because if you happen to be a Western viewer, kind of like Anna. The slapstick humor in this episode is a little overly excessive, and took quite a bit for me to deal with, to put up with, to get to episodes three, four, and five, which I will say are totally worth your time. But let's just say this one is kind of a doozy, because this episode is basically about Shin Li and Jin Yu having some issues, because Shin Li is planning on leaving the house that. Jin Yu has now moved into with him, so he gets ready to go. But the coworker of his, who is kind of like his sister in a way—I mean, they work together, they live, breathe, eat all that together, pretty much. Because she comes over to his house with late-night snacks before Jin Yu showed up, says, "You know what? Don't leave the house. Instead, keep an eye on this Jin Yu because maybe we can find a loophole that will make it so that." We can use that against him, so he'll take down the single rule. This is totally unbelievable writing, peeps. I mean, no offense, but I'm like, yeah, the best way to win over your boss to eliminate a rule is to blackmail them. I mean, no offense, but that's like the most terrible idea ever. So this episode was kind of a dive bomb. However, it kind of builds up the reason why Shin Lee decides to stay in the house. He Um, Jin Yu goes back to the house a bit later than usual because I think he's kind of sad that Shin Li is gone. Because, as you do find out in this episode, the one good thing about it is you find out that Jin Yu came back to Taiwan because of the pandemic after being abroad for two to three years. He spends some time in the coffee shop with the manager of the coffee house, who is his senior in from college. And he kind of stands outside the coffee house, like, "Do I go in? Do I not go in?" And as he's getting ready to leave, the manager comes out and goes, "Jin Yu, come on in. It's been a while since I've seen you." And I really do like the manager of the coffee house. I mean, he's a super cool person. But anyway, he、um, asks Jin Yu to come inside the coffee house. Um, gets him a glass of water because Jin Yu can't really eat anything. As you find out, he has a nickel allergy that's almost deadly. But you don't find that out till I think episode three. Oh, big spoiler alert! But anyway, in this episode,、um, he's having trouble at work because everyone hates his guts. As the new manager and owner of the company, he's asked them all to remove all the nickel products from the. Um, store so that anyone with a nickel allergy will not have trouble. After that's removed, he finally takes off the rubber gloves he's been wearing twenty four seven. And as he's in the coffee shop, the coffee shop owner says, "You know, you've changed a lot." He said, "You've been gone for three years," and he said, "You know, the person that your coworkers are describing as their manager isn't at all who you are, Jin Yu." And he says, "You, you're staying here late. Do you, do you?" What's going on? He said, "Well, I don't really want to go home yet." And what you find out is, I think the reason he doesn't want to go home is he doesn't want to go home and be alone in the house by himself. And he ends up going home late after visiting with the coffee shop owner, who gives him a little space after their visit. And he finds Shin Li is still in the house and using his towels, which completely. 
throws off Jin Yu because he's like, I don't know. And you know, it's not entirely appropriate, but I think it's kind of funny how people sit there and you know, they're so fixated on one thing, they completely miss um, the problems that could ensue by being fixated on one thing. And Shin Lee is wearing his towel and has another towel for his head and is wiping his head vigorously with the towel after shinies. And Jin Yu is like, you are using my bath towels and we have rules that we do not use other people's things. And he's having this little minor, I think, internal panic attack. I, I deem it as the internal rumple from Once Upon a Time, which if anyone's familiar with that series, there are moments when Rumpelstiltskin completely loses it inside. And I don't know why, but I always kind of understood that because like, you know, there's a lot of us who we may seem perfectly calm on the outside, but those of us who have people closer, like they look at us and go, you know, she's having a complete rumple moment inside. I think mine was when I was serving dinner once and I had some people over who were absolutely fantastic people, but one of them was very gregarious and they were sitting at the table calmly. I was bringing some food from the kitchen and I see one of the guests. I mean, we have like two different sets of guests. No, I think, yeah, two, two different. So I think we like four people over. So anyway, two different sets of guests. And the one decides to, instead of just, you know, using the serving spoon to pull things out before dinner, he decided to get some food before dinner, which is perfectly fine. It was out in the open, very misleading. But then he decided to dip his own spoon into the dish twice. And I was like, Oh my giddy aunt. And I just, I quickly moved out of the kitchen. I was like, um, excuse me, but we do not double dip here. I mean, I was trying to be polite, but it was like, oh my goodness, this is like, you know, we don't do this. Now, I know that many people double dip and you know, if it's your own family, but you know, my cousins came when I was a kid and they were like, can't we share the same water bottle? I'm like, no, you might be my first cousins, but that does not mean we share bottles. So, you know, anyway, I, Anna totally gets being completely absorbed in ownership of certain things or certain things not being done. And I have to say, you know, Jin Yu, I kind of get how he's sitting there going, you're taking my towel. And so she leaves looking and going, it's a towel. I'm drying myself off with the towel. I will wash it and, you know, put it back. And you, Jin Yu is looking and going, you took my towel. And he's like, you can take your other towel and wipe your hair with it. And he just grabs it and says, here, use this towel. And then he's like, oh my goodness, what did I just do? And they're both sitting there like, um, 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 as Ellen says, crickets. And I don't know why, but it was kind of funny to be not in an inappropriate, but I was sitting there going, you know, I can totally see how someone could possibly do something that stupid because they're so wrapped up in, oh my goodness, they took X. And I'm sitting there going, oh, this is a good life lesson to never do. I mean, I would never do something like that, but I can see myself sitting there with the double dipping spoon going, oh my goodness, you know, and trying to handle that in a very calm and civilized manner when you're imploding like Rumpelstiltskin inside. Yeah. But anyway, that part was quite funny. But anyway, Sheely stands there and he's like, I am not leaving. Even though you are a weird person, even though you took my towel, um, I'm not leaving. I'm going to keep an eye on you because you're trouble. And then he marches off and Jen Yu is sitting there going, I'm not trouble. I just don't like people using my towels. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny, although it's not entirely appropriate. It's kind of funny. But anyway, 
So that's kind of how this episode ends. Um, it's not, again, huge caveat here. Don't judge this whole season by this episode because it is pretty horny in many, many parts. It, the only thing I can really compare it to is the reason that I stuck with my engineer, even though it did have very, very corny parts, is I liked the storylines and I liked the characters. I mean, yeah, it was a little silly. Yeah, it was a little corny. Yeah, there are sound effects. I'm sitting there going, do we really need sound effects? We know that it's supposed to be comedic. We don't need the sound effects. But, you know, I would still give this series overall. I really like it. Um it's not one of the most well-written ones. It doesn't even stand a chance against Until We Meet Again or like We Best Love. I mean, you know, there are some shows that go down in history as being excellent. And this one isn't one of them. But I do like it. Um, it if you've seen We Best Love, you're going to look at this and go, this is the stereotypical um, BL drama for Taiwan. I mean, I don't mean it weird, but there are certain things that those follow, and this is totally following that. But again, there's nothing wrong, I think, in being okay with liking predictability as something that's a good quality sometimes. And I do like I, um, I Do Be Loved in House. I think it's kind of um, interesting one. I also like that it's a long-lasting series. I mean, Every Thursday, I get up and go, oh, I get to watch a 20-minute episode. The other thing that I really like about these dramas is the color scheme in them is very calm. It's very light-filled. It's usually pastel blue or pink or not yellow. Yellow's not my thing. But it's very, very calm and peaceful color as well as really nice music. And so with that in mind, I'd probably give this series an eight out of 10, because I do like it, even though it can be a little corny at times, I will be completely honest. Um, this is another one that you could sit down and watch with the whole family and not have anything so far, at least, that you would have to skip. Now, some people would have problems with it because it's a BL drama, and they wouldn't want their kids seeing that for whatever reason. And you know, I figure if you have religious reasons that prevent you from watching BL dramas, then um, you know, that is your belief system and everyone is entitled to their own opinions. I think that's very, very important in their own beliefs. I personally wouldn't have problems with it because I think that our children should realize that there are many different kinds of relationships in this world. And also so that, you know, if our kids would ever choose a different path than what is socially the norm, they know that we would support them and that we're not completely unaware of that kind of path. I think it's really important for kids to know from an early age that, you know, there are many different types of relationships. There are many different types of people. And that's what I think is important for kids to realize. I also think that, you know, me being able to watch drama that I don't have to skip a single thing in is one of honest kind of litmus tests. Um, I will say that, you know, there are also some other things at play because even though I really didn't have to skip anything in um, Fish in the Sky, I wouldn't probably watch that with my kids just because I think it's kind of stupid. I mean, no offense at all to the people who made Fish in the Sky. It's just, uh, it wasn't. Um, even a thousand stars, it wasn't. I mean, no offense at all. I think, you know, the actors did a good job for the most part, but the material was kind of self-limiting. I mean, 
you know, that's just on his opinion. And I also realized that they were gearing that one toward younger audiences. But I really think we should put our best material for younger audiences, not our worst material. And that was kind of lame uh, that's honest. And, you know, Vince said, you know, if you enjoy Fish in the Sky, yay, good for you. But I think the thing that I liked about this drama is it's just kind of nice. There's nothing that goes on that's terribly bad. There are some things to discuss. I think, you know, discussing how people deal with a broken relationship, how that might make them react to other relationships in the workplace, in their personal lives, in their friendships. I think it's a very important topic because, you know, as much as we like to say that, you know, one bad situation in a relationship doesn't mess with people's behavior as they move forward, I think that, you know, oftentimes it does cloud people's judgment. And I think that it's normal. And in some ways, it's kind of healthy to sit there and go, you know, something bad happened in the past. How do I not let that happen again? But I think the other thing is to realize that sometimes the past has to repeat itself in order to be perfected. I mean, I don't know how to explain that, but I know in my own life, I've sat there sometimes and go, why am I dealing with the same issue that, you know, might not even be something that, you know, I instigated, that I was a part of. I just happened to be, you know, there dealing with the problem because it, lo and behold, it landed. And I'm sitting there going, why am I here? And I have to sit there and go, well, I think I'm here in part to learn a lesson and I hope I learn it well so that I don't have to repeat this one again i mean you know there are certain things it's like you know once twice is kind of enough on that deal and i think this series is really good to see how jen Yu, who you know he was in college he had a relationship with one person um it did not go well and he sat there and went i ain't ever doing this again i'm gonna just block out people and not face them ever again and be this cold exterior person even though really, I'm hurting and I'm terribly frightened of other people. And, you know, I think that the thing that's kind of paramount in this series is the fact that he's sitting there going, you know, um, I wasn't expecting to meet the fox and the fox is Sheely because he's he's a very quixotic person. He sits there and kind of pushes people's buttons, but he also sits there and goes, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have pushed you that far. And I think in many ways, they do complement each other. It's kind of like how you meet certain couples and you go, you know what? They're not polar opposites of one another, but they are opposite of one another in many, many different ways. You sit there and go, you know, they are very, very different from one another. But I think it's in those differences sometimes that people do have a strength in their relationships because they're able to sit there and sort of like puzzle pieces that have been maybe missing, they put together the pieces in each individual life that the other party didn't have. And I think that's kind of neat to see that play out in different productions and different storylines. Again, I think it's a very good thing to teach our kids because, you know, the one thing I think as we go through life is that we often do, I think if we are living well, have moments when we sit there and go, you know what? I don't have the puzzle piece to fix this one. I don't know how to surmount this obstacle, for example, in my career, in my personal life, in my, you know, professional life. How do I surmount this? And I think, you know, the people that do come into our lives that have already surmounted that obstacle and can teach us how to, 
I think that's really cool. It's like when I hit a problem and I don't know how to fix it, I will often sit there and go, I don't have the answer for this one. But who do I know in my in my group of individuals who I have as connections who might have gone through this before in my professional life, who might have had this issue arise in their work? Can I send them a message via messenger or drop them a line via LinkedIn and go, how did you face this issue that you dealt with when you were going through something similar? And you know, oftentimes I have learned so much from those little brief conversations that might have only taken, you know, two minutes to drop them a message or an email. And it has really helped me reframe a lot of things and move forward in my own career or personal life in ways that I would not have before. But that was a long digression, folks. And I'm sorry, peeps. But that is my review of Beloved in House episode two. Check it at the round table. Bye.